So have you ever felt that there might be something missing with knowing and finding your people? So have you got a great product and the right audience, but something feels as though it just isn't gelling? Well, stick with me today because I'm going to be taking a deep dive into your customers and some really easy things that you can do to show you how to get your business back on track and close some of those disconnects. Because when you double down on targeting the right people with your offers and you're using messaging that completely resonates with them, then you're going to grow your business. And best of all, if you're passionate about your business and the offers that you have, you're going to be in that enviable position to sell without selling. So I'm Law Bradley, I'm a business strategist and I show coaches and service-based entrepreneurs how to scale a business beyond seven figures by working smarter and not harder. Okay, so let's get going. Let's dive right on into it. So there are three ways to grow your business. And the first way is to sell more. The second way is to increase your customers or the third way is to increase your prices. And so those are the three basic principles of growing a business. And today we're going to be focusing on your customer base. But I want you to think about this. Not everyone out there currently orbiting your business is going to want all of those great things that you have to offer. And I'm sure that you already know that by creating uh, what we call an ideal client avatar, you can better identify all the those people who are going to be a good match for your offerings. And when you create an ideal client avatar, so that's your ideal paying customer, that identifies the person who's going to be most benefiting from your offerings. And you naturally start to narrow down your audience when you start to do that. And one of the things that I talk about, and, and this is super important, is narrowing your focus to understand those slight differences or those slight nuances between your ideal customers, so your ideal client avatar, and your ideal paying customers. And this means homing in to understand those people who are actually going to put their cash on the table and invest in you. And this process of narrowing your focus to laser in on attracting your perfect people into your world and hopefully get yourself into that enviable position of selling without selling is actually called market segmentation. And when you segment your audience, it's kind of like sorting out a box of different colored Lego pieces. So you empty out the box of pieces uh, all over the floor and you sort them into groups based on their common qualities. And sometimes you might sort them all over again into an entirely different set of groupings. And you'll see that some groupings will be a perfect match for your business right now and some maybe for later, and some may not even be ideal for you at all. So segmenting your business audience is basically you just doing your niche research and, and saying, 
this group of people close to my business have something in common. So I'm going to group them all together, just like those Lego groups. And once you've worked out how you want to organize these people based on those attributes and those qualities that they have in common, then you can make your business messaging and your marketing messaging much more personalized and relevant to them. And and segmenting your audience, in effect, helps you to speak to people in the way that they want to be spoken to. And you can build some really meaningful connections with your audience this way. So why do you want to start segmenting your market? Why do this? So if you have your ideal paying customer profile, so those are the people that are actually going to put their hands in their wallets or in their pockets and invest in you. If you have that profile nailed down tight, then Why would you want to go one step further and start segmenting your audience? And there are some situations where you may want to take your ideal paying customer profile a step further and segment it to create multiple audience profiles. So we're just going to take a quick look at when you'd want to do some further work to segment and organize your audience. So the first uh, way to do this or the first reason to do this is when you have multiple offerings that might be solving different problems uh, or different needs for your audience. And usually this is the case when your offerings uh, or your audiences might cross multiple niches. And it's usually the case that your offerings will be serving different types of people. So that's when you want to start segmentation. So secondly, you're starting to see shifts in the marketplace around your business and you might be seeing big shifts in your audience demographics uh, or psychographics and in the demographics in your marketplace or in the economy. So you're going to need to create really targeted content for those various groups or those demographics of people. And then thirdly, you will want to segment your audience so that you can identify your highest value customers. These are your big ticket customers. And you might decide to separate your audience into perhaps a VIP list of your best buyers or your brand champions or your brand cheerleaders. So segmenting your audience is going to give you a much clearer understanding of your niche, uh, your marketplace. And this is always helpful. And this is going to help you to ultimately grow your business. So if you're not segmenting your audience, and I highly recommend that you put some time aside and actually do this, because I think you'll find the results of of your findings uh, pretty powerful stuff, and they will help you inform your way forwards in your business as part of your um, strategic planning. So, okay, let's talk about how to start segmenting your audience. So how do you do this? And I'm often asked how we make a start on doing this. And there are many ways to get started, but I think it really depends on what your goals for doing this work are. And I suggest that you get started by thinking about these things that I'm going to go through now. So I'm going to give you some suggestions to get you started, but what you're going to do now is you're going to look at your graphics. So the first step is to look at your demographics and to start segmenting those. 
And an example of demographics means that you might have paying customers who perhaps live in different geographical areas and they may spread across two or more age groups, for example, or generations. And they might have varying income levels and and so on. Uh, And any of you working across multiple locations in your business will find it useful to separate your audience by country, uh, by language or by cultural variations, for example. Okay, so the second step is then to start thinking about how your customer psychographics are segmented. And an example of psychographics, for those of you who are not too familiar with that, are these are the more personal attributes about your audience, such as their values, their beliefs and their lifestyles. So you're naturally going to have an audience of customers who are going to be motivated by different personal needs. So you might want to segment them this way by need. And your audience may also have vastly different personalities and lifestyles and beliefs and core values and the things that that they stand for. So I want you to think about those. And then the third step. So next, you're going to think about their buying behavior. And we work buying behavior into our audience segmentation strategy because If you know the demographics and psychographics of exactly who's buying your, say, your premium or your high ticket products versus your lower end or your cheaper products or who's purchasing at a higher volume, then it becomes a much faster way to grow your business if you're then capitalizing all of your marketing and your selling strategies on the findings as part of this valuable research. And another tip from me is to try segmenting your audience or or even your subscriber list into people who haven't purchased from you yet. And then those people who have already made a purchase. And then lastly, look at your repeat buyers. So you could even further divide these groupings into those people who I think uh, are more likely or less likely to buy from you. And then what you do when you've drilled down that far is to work out what you're going to actually do with those groups. So do you perhaps warm one of the groups up with a promotional campaign to win some more sales? Or perhaps uh, do you ignore them or send them elsewhere? So I always think with people that are not buying from you, Uh, or you feel that they have no intention to buy from you, but, you know, they're still actively engaged in your business, then I think it's an excellent opportunity to look at how you grow uh, that segmentation of your audience. Uh, I always like to say it's always good to have somewhere to send every member of your audience uh, and to be very clear about that on your uh, on your copy on your website. So have a think about that. If an audience member is not ready to invest, but they will do at some point in the future is where are you going to send them? Are you going to send them to an email list, uh, to a free lead magnet uh, and so on? So think about your follow on strategy and your sales tactics for these individual groups of people that you're identifying. Okay, so let's talk about now if you actually need to segment your own business audience. And 
you're probably wondering now if you actually need to do this. And I think it's always useful to group your audience. But if you already know your audience pretty well already, then it'll probably be coming clear to you now as to why you'll need to start grouping them. And if you have an ideal paying customer profile already or your ideal client avatar, then you may start to find that an increasing number of your audience might not actually fit into your current profile. So maybe you're starting to see that people from another geographical area are starting to follow you or they may have those different beliefs or some of those needs that I spoke about earlier. So think about this as you may need to identify this as a second grouping. Okay, and another reason to go back to the drawing board and resegment your audience is if you're starting to make changes in your business. So maybe your market's changing or you're having to branch out into a new niche or perhaps you're launching a brand new product which needs to target a new audience or perhaps a subset of the audience that you have. All right, so we're going to dive into how to segment your audience. And if you've done your homework on the foundations of your business, then you'll have already created your ideal paying customer profile. And I know you're smart cookies, right? So I'm sure you've already done this. But if you haven't yet done that, then get started there. That's your starting point. And if you do have one, that's brilliant news and and we can move on. And what you'll need to do now is is start over and, and build out a second profile which identifies your new group's graphics. So that's their uh, demographics and their psychographics and their buying behavior. And then think about who in your audience resonates with your new category or the new groupings that you've created. So think about those Lego bricks. So for example, if you're separating new buyers from repeat buyers, Next, you'll need to separate these new and repeat buyers by creating a second email subscriber list or creating a tagging system within your current email subscriber list. And once a member of your audience makes their very first purchase, then your new smart system is going to automatically move them across to the new list or it's going to generate a new tag against them where you'll start to target your messaging to them with your laser focused offers. And then you might create multiple traffic streams for each uh, grouping or segment. So one stream might lead to your landing page. The second grouping is then directed to another page that's laser focused to that group. And these pages will then have targeted offers for each segmented group. So this is going to take a little bit of uh, thinking time to really think about how you want to structure where you're sending people after you've grouped them and what you're going to do with them and what your call to action is. And I want you to remember before we start to close out this episode is that there really is no right answer on how to do this. It's very, very personal to you. It's really up to you how you want to segment your customers or your your audience. 
Now, you can continue to even further double down your focus by drilling down into each group within your market so that you can offer a much better targeted content and products that snugly fit them. So if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to work with me to learn more about your customers and deep dive into your audience or to work with me to scale your business, then you can check me out. I'll leave the details on how you can do that below this episode. So take care, have a great week, and I will speak to you soon.